Welcome on in, everybody, to another edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team. Every day, Gino Camilleri joining you on this Saturday edition of the show. And since it is Saturday, you know I love my alliterations. We're going to get into a situational Saturday scenario. And the scenario and the situation that we are in is picking at pick number six. And being in this territory, there are plenty of options and plenty of examples over the course of the NFL draft to where we can look and say, what would be the price to trade up? What would be the price to trade back? And exactly what we could do if we just sit at number six, and that's the situation we're in right now. And I wanted to go through that. So in segment one, we're going to talk about the benefits of sitting at pick number six. Then we're going to talk about the idea of trading up, which I think is the lesser of the two options when it comes to trading up or trading back. And then finally, we'll get into the trading back portion of this situation. And I would say all in all, that's what I believe the Eagles would do if the board fell the way in the worst way possible in that all the quarterbacks came off the board early and you are left with I'd say Kyle Pitts is your top option at number six rather than a quarterback or a guy like Jamar Chase if they were to come off the board. So sitting at pick number six, you're in a good situation because we all know that Trevor Lawrence will be the first pick off the board. Number two is the Jets. We know that they're looking for quarterbacks. We know that they're doing homework on their quarterbacks, and there's a very good chance that they still trade Sam Darnold and they take another quarterback. So once that's all said and done, you should have two quarterbacks taken in the first two picks. And where things start to get interesting is pick number three and four with Miami and with Atlanta. You look at Miami right now, the whole Tua situation, more than likely they will keep Tua. So what should they do there? Should they take Penny Sewell as their left tackle? Should they draft a wide receiver? Or should they trade Tua and start fresh at the quarterback position? I think with Miami and Atlanta and Cincinnati, the threat of a quarterback being taken is much less likely than the first two picks, obviously. But Atlanta needs to find an heir to the throne at number four. And Cincinnati more than likely will take Penny Sewell with their left tackle. So you're looking at number three and teams trying to trade up ahead of Philadelphia to take a quarterback. If things fall and Trey Lance is still there at number six, I would take Trey Lance If Jamar Chase is there and all the quarterbacks are off the board, I take Jamar Chase. I still think there's a question to be had around taking Kyle Pitts. And the one that I've seen be a question for some people is the idea that if Penny Sewell is there at six, do you take him? And that's one option that I think should be talked about more, the idea of taking a surefire starting left tackle moving forward because right now Jordan Maialata is more than likely your number one option there who I believe he deserves to get playing time. He he played very well last year. Andre Dillard is still a question mark, but Penny Sewell, you know I'm an Oregon fan. He was the best offensive lineman on that line when they had four seniors starting opposite of him when he was a sophomore. He sits out, he's fresh, he's ready to go. I believe that pick six, if you're sitting there and the ball, the board falls to you where Penny Sewell is there, where Trey Lance is there, where Jamar Chase is there, you're going to have a tough decision on who to pick. But all in all, you are looking at a very good place to be right now at six because 
the three teams directly in front of you aren't the largest threats to take quarterbacks, but they will be looking to trade back to potentially see if a team that is desperate for a quarterback, many of the teams behind the Eagles, Detroit, Carolina, Denver, San Fran, maybe the Giants, maybe Minnesota, maybe New England at 15, there's a chance that the Eagles might have to do some trading of their own. But sitting at pick six, I like the situation that we're in. It's almost like when you were sitting at four when Lane Johnson fell to you a couple years ago. You wanted Deion Jordan, but the right pick was made by taking Lane Johnson. So I think that if all the picks go through as expected, maybe three quarterbacks, a wide receiver, and an offensive lineman, you're going to be sitting there with the option to take Trey Lance, one of Devonta Smith, or Kyle Pitts, or you might want to trade up and get ahead of the pack. And that's what we're going to talk about in the next segment. What should the Eagles do in this situation if they want to trade up and get a quarterback? And we're going to look at some historical moves to see a baseline of what the Eagles should do if they want to move up. But before that, And if you want to find out exactly what the odds are and what the Eagles will pick at pick number six with their player props, go to betonline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over. Just kidding. FCS today, folks. Watch the FCS football. It's good. Two of the top four teams just went down today. There is good football going on. We got fan-controlled football tonight, NBA, college basketball, NHL, any type of soccer that you want to. Bet Online has it for you. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website to use your mobile device and go to betonline.ag to receive your 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's 50% additional welcome bonus on your first deposit when you go to betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, everybody, welcome on back to the second, second segment of this Saturday scenario edition of the show we are talking about what situation the eagles are in right now being at pick number six and we prefaced it what they could do sitting at pick six and now we talk about what if we want to trade up what if zach wilson's the guy what if justin fields is the guy and you need to get up to pick number two number three i I would presume that three or four would be the easiest if you want to move up to miami and if you want to move up to atlanta so i went back and looked in the last couple years since 2010 exactly some trades that happened from the sixth overall pick and when it came to trading up there were some examples that the eagles could look at to move up to possibly number three or number four so the two scenarios that had happened were back in 2012 when Washington gave up a King's ransom for RG3. They gave up number six, number 22 the following year, number two the next year, and number 39 in that 2012 class for pick number two. I use the Spielberger and Fitzgerald, the drafting stage. I use their great valuation chart that they had come up with that they put tons of research in. In that draft and that trade in particular, Washington gave up 6,318 points to get back the number two pick, which was worth 2,649 points. So they gave up over 
3,600 points, which would be equivalent to the first overall pick and a fourth round pick, in addition to what they already gave up in those first three first round picks and a number two. I'm not looking to get that rich to move up for a quarterback in this class. We've seen what it took the Eagles to get up from 13 to eight to number two. I'm not looking to give up three first round picks for any quarterback in this class, unless you are going to get Trevor Lawrence at number one. I would say one trade that looks a little more similar to what the Eagles might give up, but if they do it on draft day, it might cost a little less. It's 2018 when the Jets moved up to number three from number six. Indianapolis acquires number six overall, number 37 overall, the 49th pick in that year's draft, and then the 34th selection in the 2019 draft. Indianapolis ended up receiving 5,503 points, where the Jets received 2,443 points, equivalent to 3,060 points, which was equivalent to the first overall pick. Now, if you go to draft day, and you're not in a situation where you trade up two months in advance to get your quarterback, you're not going to have to pay this King's ransom. So I scrubbed up some ideas based on the draft chart here and in what might be a little more suitable of a move and a little more stomachable of a move for the Eagles to do. So to get from pick number six to number three to where Miami would be, which is a very possible situation, that number three pick is worth 2,443 points. If the Eagles give up number six, which is worth 2,092, number 84, which is worth 755, and number 219, which is worth 271, they'd be giving up 3,117 points, which is an excess of 674 points. So that would basically include another fourth round pick going to Miami. Now, this can happen. If you look at draft day trades, they tend to be a lot more, okay, punching the numbers and what are we going to get back? That's Chip Kelly's great quote on draft day. He's like, oh, what goes into to making trades? And he says, if we put the numbers in there and they don't come back for the value, we're not going to take it. But moving three picks, especially for Miami, to move back where they don't need a quarterback and they have a luxury pick. I firmly believe that giving up a, a third-round pick a seventh round pick, and then the value of a fourth round pick is more than enough to get up to number three. But if you wanted to even take a little bit off of that and go to number four, which Atlanta has worth 2,298 points, I drummed up a trade, which is number six, number 152, which was worth 454 points, and number 219, which is worth 271 points. And you can hear my dogs agreeing with me. They like this one. It would be an excess of 518 points, which would be the 134th overall pick. So to give up a number six overall to get to number four while giving up three day three picks, I'm on board for that all day long, especially if you can get Justin Fields, because I'm going to trade up and get Justin Fields if I can. He is a better option than Trey Lance, in my opinion. I like Justin Fields if you're going to trade up. But I don't believe that the Eagles are going to trade up. I, I think they're going to continue to rack up draft picks. They're going to have to continue to get younger. They can't have these draft classes where they only have five picks in back-to-back -back years like they did in 18 and 19. They need eight, nine, ten picks. They have eight right now. They're going to get compensatory picks, and they're probably going to get some more picks for guys like Zach Ertz once they trade them. So to move up, it is doable. It will cost you at least two picks, in my opinion. And I don't want to give up a day two pick, especially that number 84 pick, which you gave up for Wentz. You're going to have to get a playmaker at one of the positions. You're going to have to get younger. And day two is the place to get guys that will start come next year. So in my opinion, 
they're going to do the third situation and end up trading back in this draft class. And we will do exactly what we just did in this segment and get into some more options, some more realistic options, I would feel, in trading back. Trading up is always kind of the team moving up has to pay luxury tax to an extent. So moving back, you can get a better sense of exactly what you can get in return. But before we do that, we are going to have a word from our friends at Rock Auto. Chain storefronts have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on the market, what it will bear, much like airlines do. That's not what we want to do. RockAuto.com has you covered. It is for everybody and does not require a membership or account Log in rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts they have available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. That's locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that locked on sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, everybody, welcome on back to the third segment of this Saturday situational scenario of what the Eagles are going to be doing in this 2021 class. Moving to trading back, we have some scenarios as well. These ones are a little bit more skewed. The one is the Julio Jones trade. I'm not even going to get into that because that was a King's ransom of a payment. One trade moving back from number six that is a very realistic trade that happens on trade day or on draft day rather is in 2012 when Dallas moved up in the draft to select cornerback out of LSU, Maurice Claiborne. They gave up the 14th and 45th pick to the then St. Louis Rams, which equivalated, equivalated, which was equivalent. My goodness, equivalated. What am I talking about? I have an accounting degree and I can't even use the word equivalent. The 14th and 45th pick are equivalent to 2,734 points, where Dallas getting the sixth selection overall was equivalent to 2,092 points, a difference of 642 or the 105th overall selection. Now, this is a trade that is very realistic that could happen on draft day. And the situations that I'm going to present to you are similar to that St. Louis Rams at the time and Dallas trade. The four contenders that I would say you have the most likely possibility to trade back with four teams that will trade up to get a quarterback would be number seven with Detroit, number eight with Carolina, number nine with Denver, and number 12 with San Francisco. So if you start at Detroit, their seventh overall pick is worth 2,014 points. If they gave up the number 136 pick to worth 510 points, it would be an excess of 462 points for the Eagles, which would be an equivalent of the 149th overall selection something I think the Eagles would do any day of the week because you are getting another pick in day three which will give you ammo if you wanted to trade back up in that realm where there's nearly 80 picks between pick 84 and that 152nd pick very plausible moving to number eight with Carolina 1,946 points that pick is worth if they gave up number 135 worth 
514 and 198 worth 320 points. That would be worth 2,780 and excess of 688, which would be equivalent to the 96 overall selection. So for the Eagles, another sure fire trade. Same with Denver. If they gave up number nine, number 104, number 216, or San Fran gave up number 12, 107, and number 138. All of these moves are going to get you an excess above 462 points all the way to San Fran's, which would be 1,099 points, which would be equivalent to the 43rd overall. Moving six spots, especially up to get a quarterback, that can be doable in a draft, especially with a team like San Fran, who John Lynch, their general manager, is not scared to make moves like that. But when you look at this, there's a much better chance that the Eagles end up moving back because there's much more suitors, supply and demand. The demand for quarterbacks is much higher than the supply. So you have four guys that should be taken in the top 10. If two are gone before pick number six, or even three are gone before pick number six, if three are gone at six, you're sitting in an excellent situation to get a surplus of picks back because a team like, let's say Denver, they need to move up to get that guy. They are going to give up in excess of what I said in the 104 and the 216 pick. You might be able to get a day two pick out of that whole situation if a team is that desperate. But when it comes down to it, when it comes to the economics of this whole situation and why I wanted to go through this, the most likely scenario for the Eagles is to either sit on their hands and do nothing or move back because there's a very good chance that out of the first five picks that four of them are not quarterbacks. There's a chance that three are, but I don't think four will go in the first five picks. So if you're looking at a team like Cincinnati, who of course picked Joe Burrow before you, you don't think that they're going to take a quarterback. There's a good chance that you could sit there and one of those four guys who we discussed outside of Lawrence could fall to you at six. And if all of those guys go and the player that you wanted, either Jamar Chase or Penny Sewell is selected at six, you end up moving back three to four to six spots in this class. And that's about as far as I want to go. I don't want to move outside of 12. At 12, you can be in the territory of drafting an offensive tackle like Rashawn Slater. Maybe a guy like Jalen Waddle might fix your fancy, but there's still plenty of first round caliber talent players in those six additional picks past pick six. So I would say sitting on their hands or trading back is exactly what the Eagles will do in this exact scenario once draft day comes in a few months. So thank you guys for joining in. I know it was a lot of numbers. This was a very accounting nerd episode for me, but it is something that when you look at it, the draft is the most economic element of the NFL. And it is how many picks can I get back for my pick? Can I get a surplus of picks? Do I have to give up less to move up? It, it is a very weird structure. It's a very weird calculation if you don't know the understanding of it. I, I suggest you go out and get the drafting stage book by Brad Spielberger and Jason Fitzgerald, who were from Over the Cap. Those two guys do an excellent job breaking down the value charts, what trades are worth, and exactly what you can give up to get back in the NFL draft. So thank you guys for joining me on this Saturday edition of the show. We will be back next week with five shows. As always, you guys know where to find us, radio.com, Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you guys get your podcasts. You know where to find us on social media, on our website at LockdownEagles.com, on Twitter at LockdownBirds, at DBLCLOE, at GC24 underscore football. 
please leave five-star rates, reviews, and please subscribe to the show. And we are always talking birds. Please feel free to reach out to us. Thank you guys as always. Can't wait to get back with Lou next week. He's moving into his house today. So we wish him the best of luck. Wish him full health. And we wish you guys nothing but the best. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly.